Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Dallas, Texas, it's time for Dallas Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Dallas Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us John Hinkle with Brand Alliance Consulting. Welcome, John. Hey, how are you doing? I am doing well. Before we get too far into things, tell us about Brand Alliance Consulting. How are you serving folks? Yeah, so uh, Brand Alliance Consulting is my company, and I work in a couple areas. Uh, I help uh, companies brand or rebrand themselves, so that's uh, one of the the primary things I do, working with large, uh, typically B2B companies, uh, not B2C. Uh, But secondly, I work as a coach for business leaders who are trying to level up uh, in their leadership abilities and, and, and their companies. So how'd you get into this line of work? What drew you to kind of being involved in brand? Well, I spent my career in marketing branding uh, for global companies, uh, big pharmaceutical companies, actually, and uh, spent 25 years doing that and was had the privilege to also be a vice president of an advertising agency that focused on on healthcare advertising. So I spent a whole lot of my career helping companies brand their products, brand themselves, and uh, so you know, in 2010, I decided that I wanted to uh, go out on my own, see what I could do as my own uh, branding consultant and started the business then. And it's been going since. Can you educate our listeners to what the difference between maybe branding is as opposed to advertising or marketing? Like how does that, the, all those kind of terms fit together? Sure. Well, Branding is really the foundation of what a product or a company has to do. And it's really identifying the essence of what the, the, the company or the product is, what it delivers, the value that it provides, and its unique positioning. It's putting all of those things into a sort of a package so that you can create a create a identity that uh, helps you communicate better in the market, helps people recognize who you are, what you stand for, and why they want to be a part of you, your product or your company. Uh, in post advertising, uh, advertising comes after, marketing comes after branding. You've got to know exactly who you are and what, you're, what you can deliver to the world before you can go out and actually do that. So it's the foundational part of any company and the, and the uh, product or the service that they're delivering. Now, uh, as part of your work, uh, you wrote a book about shift and the shift principles. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, yes. I wrote a book called Shift, and it's uh, it's sort of a unique business book in the sense that it is a, a character-driven story book. And in that book, it teaches uh, five principles that uh, they're leadership principles, really. And I use those principles and I use the story in that book to teach those principles. And then I, in my coaching and consulting business, I help leaders to, um, to really master those, those five areas so that they can become better leaders for their companies and personal leaders. So what compelled you to write the book? I wrote the book really for myself. I was really trying to, uh, figure out how I could really improve and level up my own leadership abilities and, and really thinking about what it was going to take for me to, to succeed in the ways I wanted to succeed in my business. And um, I, I realized that the challenges that I had are the same challenges that everybody have has. And so I wrote the book uh, to kind of address those challenges for me and, uh, and use them as a tool for others. So now um, 
Can you share some of those principles? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So SHIFT is uh, the name of the book, obviously, but it's also an acronym and it stands stands for these five principles. And the thing that I, I tell leaders is that if they can learn these principles, which are very universal and very easy to learn, uh, and that's what the acronym helps them do. And if they can really think about those principles every day, ask themselves questions about those principles every day, that will really help them to stay on track with their business, help their business grow. It'll help their own personal leadership growth as well. So the the acronyms is, is S-H-I-F-T, obviously. And so the S stands for seek advice. And I have found for myself, and I know for every strong leader that I work with, that that they can only succeed when they are willing to reach out and get the perspective of others and the opinion of others in their organization. So strong leaders that I work with, I encourage them to, to every day ask that question, who do I need to talk to in my organization or, or my customers or my board of directors? What, do I, what perspective do I need to know for the company for it to grow? So um, that is a question that I, that I encourage you know, leaders every morning to get up and think about whose perspective do I need today to hear today in order to grow either in our processes, our systems, our, our product, um, build our customers, you know, become the company that we're wanting to be. And as a, as a leader, uh, just for your own personal leadership, it's, it's a great question to ask too. What advice, what perspective do I need to learn today? Uh, so that's the S. The H stands for honor your past, and I encourage leaders to think about why their company was established, what was the original vision for the company and the mission, and to think about that every day when you wake up and ask yourself, are we still on track for meeting that vision? It's so easy for a company to to uh, write a vision statement and put it on the wall or, or put it in a, a portfolio file and stick it in the drawer. But what's really important is every day that a leader and his company and the employees of the company every day think about what is that vision for the company and are we today doing the things that we need to be doing in order to reach that vision. And sometimes visions can change over time for a company. I do understand that. But keeping that vision and understanding what that vision is and asking yourself, are we doing today the things we need to do today to meet the mission and to meet the vision? So that is what the H stands for. Uh, the I stands for investigating options. And the thing that I think good leaders do every day or should do every day is ask two questions. One is, what opportunity do we have today and how do we seize it? And the other is, what challenges are we facing today and how do we overcome them? And I think when a lot of leaders um, get to the point where we kind of go through the go through the day, go through the moments, and we sort of put things on automatic sometimes and don't really ask those questions. Are we doing the things that we need to be doing today? Are we meeting the challenges we need to be meeting today? And if not, why not? And if not, how? So that's what investigating options are. That is something that every leader should get up every day and think about what are the options that are in front of us? What are the challenges in front of us? And how do we we, uh, execute against those? And the F is uh, stands for focus on the important things. We can do a lot of things, and leaders are in charge of a lot of things. And I think what gets us in trouble a lot of times is we try to do everything all at once. And uh, this is just an encouragement and a, a reminder that we have to focus on first things first and the most important things. 
And uh, in the day, if you find yourself not doing the things that you should be doing or that somebody else should be doing instead of you, it's a reminder to delegate out what needs to be delegated, put aside the things that are not going to be the most important things that have to be done uh, in the day or in the week or in the quarter, and uh, focus on the important things, do the important things first. So the questions that I uh, ask leaders to think about every morning is, what is the priority for today? What is the thing that I have to do today as the leader of this company or as the leader in my family or whatever part of life that they're trying to level up in? What is that priority for the day? And then try to put everything else aside that you can in order for you to focus on that one big priority. And then the last one is a T. It just stands for... uh, take discipline action. It, uh, it's really, really about being intentional about what you do as a leader. And uh, again, it's about choice. And you, you have to make certain choices and certain trade-offs in order to achieve the things that you need to achieve for your company or achieve for yourself. And so this is really just a reminder about every day to remind yourself and ask the question, what are the necessary actions I need to take today to move things forward? So that every day in your to-do list, the things you have to get accomplished, that is um, the number one thing that you understand you have to do today. And so it's pretty simple. It's an acronym. I made it simple so that you could remember it. But um, it is something that leaders should ask themselves every day, should try to be disciplined about uh, approaching their days and their and their work with. And um, uh, that's, you know, I think it's what separates um, company presidents and CEOs from company leaders and uh, innovators. Now, is this something that you see that the leader kind of reads the book, starts kind of um, walking through those five principles, and then shares and maybe incorporates as part of the culture of the company? Or is this something kind of for leadership and individuals to do for themselves personally? No, I actually think that it is a, I think it's the responsibility of the leader to teach his organization these things as well because you know the leader is the is the top of the pyramid but there are leaders throughout the organization or there should be leaders throughout the organization that are being developed and being uh groomed to to help lead the company in their particular areas so while i while i teach this for leaders i encourage leaders to to spread this out among the organization and teach others and um you know, when everybody is staying focused on the right things, when everybody is is looking at the challenges that are ahead or the opportunities that are ahead and are inputting into the company about how to meet those challenges or to meet those opportunities, if everybody is focused on and remembering what the, the value and the mission of the company is every day, if everybody is seeking advice among their peers in the organization, uh, above them and below them, or in different disciplines within the organization and learning and trying to see where there's a different perspective than their own, then the whole organization grows and uh, succeeds. Now, um, what compelled you to add that part about asking kind of for help? That requires some humbleness that not every leader um, really, that's not an easy thing for a lot of leaders. A lot of leaders find that they, they think that they're the ones who have to have all the answers. So asking for help is not kind of a go-to move for most leaders. Yeah. And that's unfortunate, isn't it? I think we are all raised to think that we are long rangers, that we are like self-made men and women, you know, we're taught to be self-made and, you know, uh, those kind of, but 
in, in real life, that's just not the way it works, or at least successful people. Everybody needs to have a team around them or people that they can uh, reach out to and get and have, you know, their own little board of advisors. You know, companies have their board of advisors, right? Their uh, board of directors. Uh, but everybody should have their own sort of board of advisors uh, that help them uh, make better decisions, take better actions. And if you look through all through all of history, that's just the way it works, right? Uh, the president has a cabinet, right, to help him make decisions. Uh, I mean, good, good goodness, uh, Jesus even had his disciples, right? Uh, there's always a team of people that helps a leader succeed. I think it's important for all leaders to really realize that they are not, they can't do it alone, uh, that they need to rely on and get the perspective and the knowledge and the skills of people within their team in order to succeed their own personal success, but also succeed as a company. Now, for you, um, have you been able to share, you know, I know I'm sure a lot of people have bought the book. I know it was a, a, a best-selling book. How mm-hmm. um, how have you had your clients incorporate some of the, the principles? Right. So the way that uh, I work with them is that we will go through these principles over several weeks and we will uh, talk about how to implement them in their companies and what it means for for these principles to be implemented into their companies. And then we build out a a process uh, by which that these principles are incorporated uh, in their top management and then and then downward. And we put we sort of put a plan together about how how these these uh, principles are going to be incorporated. Now, can you share a success story? Maybe one, you don't have to name the name of the company, but how they were able to incorporate this and and had the then help them get to the next level. Oh, sure, yes. Uh, so there is a large commercial uh, construction company in Dallas. It's, they do about a billion dollars a year in construction, so uh, a rather large company, and it was a second generation owner. Uh, the, the the original vision of the company, the original the company was started by a father and it was passed on to a son. So one of the challenges is always in a second generation business is that carrying that vision onto that next generation. Um, every son wants to, you know, put his own stamp on, on his, his father's business, I suppose. Uh, but, but we use these principles to help this second generation leader who is, who is, who is awesome has really done a great job with this company, helped him to figure out how he could take his dad's company and he could move it forward in a way that honored the past, honored, you know, his, his dad's vision and the vision of the company, but also took it forward uh, to places where it had not yet been. And so we use these principles, not only for him to, to, you know, for him to do that for himself, but we use these principles and infused his whole management team with those. And one of the ways that it really helped was um, just in a very practical way in, in, in compensation. They, they had a compensation plan that rewarded teams that was meant to reward teams, but the departments that, that represented those interdisciplinary teams were also incentivized to do things that, that kept the interdisciplinary team from achieving their their goals, which meant that they were not compensated for achieving a, a particular um, a goal for them. So they they just had some cross currents when it came to you know what um, what was expected of people and how they were being compensated for achieving certain KPIs uh, because they were sort of in conflict with each other. So this doing this project and 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 following these principles helped um, uncover that. And helped solve that problem for them, so that everybody was actually working on the same, the same uh, side, 
And so people would go to, to one another in different disciplines and different areas of the company and seek advice and get perspective because they were both compensated for coming up with solutions that uh, before they, there, was, there was sort of a mismatch in terms of that. Now, um, in your work, you mentioned B2B. Is this primarily your work in, in the B2B sector, like industry agnostic, but still in B2B, or do you work with any business? Uh, I, I typically, you know, I, I work with B2B mainly that's because it's just where my experience has been. I, these principles I think work, you know, are universal. So it's, it's not that, uh, I don't think B2C It's just not where I spend most of my time, uh, industry agnostic. Yes. So these are leadership principles. These are managerial kinds of principles that can help any company and any management team, any leader, uh, become a better leader, become a better company and help help lead his company to be a better and to lead his employees to be better at their jobs. Now, what is the uh, kind of symptoms where they need brand Alliance consulting? Like what are some of the struggles that uh, a business leader is having where the best move to make is to call John? Yeah. So I get called a lot when uh, things are flat, when it seems like the business is starting to struggle and they can't figure out what, what it is. I usually get called by the, the leaders, the CEO, the C-suite kind of leaders. And it, it, a lot of times, well, I, like the example I just gave you, you know, a company that was moving to a new generation of leadership. And so they really needed to, to understand what that leadership needed to look like. And they really wanted to start it out correctly rather than, you know, just kind of wing it and try to figure it out for themselves. So that's one scenario. Another scenario is where the management team just doesn't seem to be working well together. There's some conflicts or there's some, um, some things that are just keeping the business from growing or stifling the, the business in some way. And so I get called in a lot of times for that reason, just trying to diagnose what is going on. And it oftentimes is just a lack of intentionality and alignment of their managers and everybody sort of having their kingdom and wanting to kind of stay, keep their kingdom close to their vest and not really um, seeking the advice or perspective or, or working together to, to, to help build a company. So breaking down those walls and these principles do break down walls to help do that. Yeah. Communication is at the heart of a lot of uh, issues, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It is. It's, it's, it's uh, probably 99% of all the issues, honestly. And it's the clarity of messaging, right? Like the person thinks they're communicating, but the people aren't hearing it or they're hearing their own kind of version of it. And it's one of those things where you got to kind of be relentlessly communicating your core values in order for it to sink in. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, leaders have, every leader has a different style. And some of those times those styles are, are work well within the, the organization or the company or the management team they have. And sometimes they don't. And so, you know, my job is to kind of help clarify those and help him see, help the leader see that. Uh, and, I, and these principles kind of help ground. So it really kind of takes it out of the personal or the personality and puts it more back into that sort of the process and, and uh, the principles. And I think that's helpful in, in framing the, how to, you know, move forward that way. So now how long does it typically take to have some kind of noticeable results? Well, if the leader is sincere and really wants to change and to grow as a leader, then I see things starting to change pretty quickly. If, if that's not the case, then um, it, it generally doesn't change at all. So it's, it really comes down to the intent 
uh, of the leader and how sincere and how honest he is about the changes that he wants to make first for himself and then the company. And once he's on board and once the leader is doing, you know, what he needs to be doing, then then it starts filtering down pretty quickly. And there's, you know, it starts showing up in management meetings. It starts showing up when he's on the factory floor asking, you know, somebody uh, about, you know, how their work is going and what could be improved. It, it starts happening when people start um, raising their hands to talk about ideas. It, so it, but it all starts at the top. Now, if somebody wanted to learn more, have a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Oh, absolutely. You can, uh, I can give you my phone number or you can go to my email. Or the uh, website's probably the best. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can go to uh, brand alliance consulting.com. We are in the Dallas Fort Worth area and uh, you can go there and uh, it'll have all the contact information on how to reach me. And I would love to work with uh, any business, any leader in the Dallas Fort Worth area who is really looking to level up has a company that, that it needs to really, uh, you know, be intentional about what it's doing as a management, as a company in reaching their vision and their mission. Well, thank you, John, for sharing your story. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you. Well, thank you very much. It's glad to be here. Glad to talk to your your listeners. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Dallas Business Radio.